it tickles me sometimes when I hear people say, yeah, Tony, you know what? I've tried everything. And I'm, when I hear that, I'm like, no, you haven't. You think you've tried everything, but you haven't. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about today in this episode of Life Change Secrets. Are you ready for a change and to finally do something about that feeling inside of you that says you have a different calling in life? To finally go after that dream or dust off that project you've been thinking of creating but still haven't done anything about yet? Do you need some support, direction, or motivational words from someone who has been there and who understands you? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. This podcast is a place to find inspiration for those who want to take control and change their lives for the better. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. Here's your host, Tony. Like I said, for me, it's sometimes it's funny to hear people say, you know, that they've they've tried everything. And when when I hear that, you know, my coach, the coach inside me comes out and I start automatically asking a lot of questions, trying to figure out what they've tried, what they haven't tried, what's worked, what hasn't worked. And what I discover is in 99% of all cases that they haven't tried everything. They've tried everything that they know how to try. And that's quite different from really trying everything. And so, because the, the fact of the matter is, and this is, you know, years of experience, years of life experience, years of studying and, you know, doing the things that I do, a lot of times what the real fact is, is that we don't know what we don't know. And so, if that's, a, you know, maybe a little confusing idea for you, uh, let me try to illustrate that and bring it closer to you with an example of um, my son when it was time for him to start to learn how to drive. And uh, I'm going to couple that with a concept that you may or may not be familiar with if you've ever taken any courses in personal development that has to do with the four phases of learning. Okay, so here's the, the, the story went kind of like this. Now, over here in Italy, which is where he got his license, the, the driving age is 18. So it's not 16 like it is back in Pennsylvania where I grew up. And um, so when he was like 16... He kept telling me that, Dad, he said, I'm, I'm ready to drive now. He said, I think I can drive. I was like, son, you can't drive. First of all, you know, you're not allowed to drive. He said, yeah, but I can drive. And I was like, son, you can't drive yet. You got to wait. You know, you have to wait until you start getting, taking classes. He said, no, but I can drive. And so, you know, I was, he just kind of stressed me out. And so I took him to a big open area, big, big parking lot, and I put him behind the wheel. And I said, okay, drive. So we were, I was driving a stick at the time. He got behind the wheel. He had never been behind the wheel before. And, you know, he was, you know, he was really all happy because he was adjusting the seat and adjusting the mirror and everything. And I was like, are, we, are you going to get started or what? You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tried to put the car, he tried to start the car. And, you know, someone who's never been behind the wheel before and you couple that with having to drive a stick, you know, so you got to, you know, manage the clutch and everything. You can only imagine what happened. The car stalled. So he tried it again and it stalled again. And he tried it again and it stalled again. And so he looked at me, he said, come on. He said, can you help me? And I was like, you said you know how to drive, drive. And he's like, no, come on, give me a hand. So I, so I tried to help him. So I helped him start the car. At any rate, you can imagine how that experience went for him. It didn't go too well. And see, that's what I'm saying 
about sometimes when we don't know what we don't know. Because when I put him behind the wheel or before he got behind the wheel or up until the time when it was really time for him to, to put the, to start the car and to start driving, he was not aware of what he didn't know. He thought he knew, but he didn't. He thought driving was going to be easy, but it wasn't. And he, but he didn't know that. He, how could he? He had never been behind the wheel before, right? And so that's the first phase of learning, which is called unconscious incompetence. And that means you don't know what you don't know. You're un- incompetent, but you don't, you're not aware of, of being incompetent, uh, incompetent, right? And then he went right into the next phase right away when he, started, he tried to start the car and he realized that it wasn't as easy as he thought it was going to be. And so then he moved into the second phase, which is the phase, if the first phase is called un- unconscious incompetence, you can imagine what the second phase is called. Now it's called conscious incompetence. So now he realized what he didn't know, okay? And so once you're in that phase and now you realize that you need help or you at least need to do some training, you need to learn something new that you didn't know before, you have two ways that you could go about doing that. You can either try to figure it out by yourself, which is some what some people opt to do, and then it might depend on the complexity of what it is you have to do or the, the degree of difficulty, whether you decide you want to do it by yourself or whether you can do it by yourself or whether you need to look for help. But it's, I think it's important to realize that whenever you decide to do something by yourself, it's going to take longer, probably, for you to figure it out. And because some people, you know, that's what they do. They, they, opt, in, they opt for um, just getting free information. And so they'll just look stuff up on the Internet because that's what they like doing, you know. But it takes a while to do that. If you, ha- if you don't have time to do that, then you might want to think about getting a coach and someone to help you. And, you know, just to kind of uh, give you an idea of what I look for in a coach, because I have coaches too, you know. I think good coaches always have coaches. If you think about this, you know, the best, I used to, I did some acting work, and the best actors in the world have coaches. Meryl Streep has a coach. Denzel has a coach, you know. I was in a course um, once with Harvey Keitel, you know. He was sitting there taking classes, and his, his acting career has, has was way off the ground. I mean, you know what I mean? So if people like that have coaches, why shouldn't we have coaches, you know, the, the, us normal folks, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, so like I said, if you want to go by, about it by yourself, it's going to take a long time. If you want to get a coach, then here's my recommendation for the kind of person you might consider looking for. I always look for a coach that has the following characteristics. First of all, I want it to be somebody who's already done what I'm trying to do. I don't want somebody who thinks they know, somebody who says they know. I, I want somebody who has already done it. The, the second step that, or the second characteristic that I look for is someone who is also knowledgeable about what it's, it's going to take for me to get there. Because if someone, you know, and you say, well, if, if, if it's someone who's already done it, Tony, um, they probably are knowledgeable. But not, and I say not necessarily. And the reason I say that is because if they've already done it and they just fell into it and they got lucky or they inherited it, for example, that doesn't necessarily mean that they know how to, how to, you know, what it's going to take for me to get there in my situation coming from my background, you know, and I want somebody who knows how to do that and who, who has that knowledge. The third characteristic that I look for is someone who's also then able to communicate to me clearly 
and in a way that I can understand what it is I need to do step by step to get there. And, uh, you know, not everybody has that capability. Some people are really, really intelligent, but they don't know how to communicate because they think that talking and communicating are the same thing. And that's not the case. That's not true. Um, the fourth characteristic that I look for is someone who is not only able to teach me what I need to do and able to communicate, but who, who wants to do that. And, you know, I want somebody who is going to take me by the hand, tuck me under their wing and walk me through the process of what I need to do. And, you know, because it's easy to find somebody who will spend a few minutes with you and give you some tips and advice. But if I need more than tips and advice, I want somebody who, you know, who's going to take me by the hand and tuck me under their wing and walk me through the process. And if I have to pay them for that, then so be it. But that's what I need because that's what's going to help me to get there faster. I don't want to waste time. You see what I'm saying? And then another characteristic that I look for is uh, somebody who really cares about my learning and who really cares to see me succeed and not somebody who just wants to take my money, who's just going to do the job that I asked them to do and just give me the information that I asked them, that I asked them for. And then they say, you know, well, now it's up to you. I want somebody who wants to see me through it and who really cares. You see? And then uh, the last characteristic that I look for is someone who... I can trust. And, you know, sometimes it's not easy to see that right away. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you might have a sixth sense. Sometimes it's something you'll see, you know, as you go through the process during the relationship that you build with this person. But any at any rate, I want somebody I can trust, you know, and you couple that with all the rest of those characteristics. That's a pretty good recipe for, for having someone who's really going to help you to get through the process. So I think now it's probably appropriate that I give you the other uh, two phases of learning. So, my son, you know, he was in the phase of unconscious incompetence. He went to, to conscious incompetence. And now he's going to, after having gone through um, the phase where he's actually taken classes and he's have, had driving lessons and he's gotten his, his learner's permit and then he got his license punctually when you're here in Italy at the age of 18 years old. Now he's in the third phase. But now I'm going to ask you this question. Once you get to the third phase of learning, which you can imagine what that's called now, and that's called conscious competence. That means that you're in a phase now where you know what to do, you know how to do it, but you're not an expert yet. It's not part of your DNA yet. Then you move on to the fourth phase. And the fourth phase now is called... See if you can guess. I'll pause for a second. <laughs> now you're in the phase of unconscious competence. And that means it's kind of just something that you do. You don't have to really think about it and concentrate on it so much because you already know how to do it, right? And so those are the, the four phases of change. Unconscious incompetence, conscious incompetence, conscious competence, and unconscious competence, all right? So, like I said, you know, you, you should also realize that everyone goes through these four phases at different speeds, and so will you. If I, you and I attempt to do the same thing, it might be that you get through it faster. And that doesn't mean that you're more intelligent than I am necessarily. It just might mean that you have an ability to learn that particular thing faster than I do. So while you might be already in the, in the third phase, I might be still in the second phase trying to figure this thing out, even with a coach. You see what I'm saying? 
And so I'm going to wrap this up now. And I just wanted you to really think about if you catch yourself saying that you tried everything or you hear somebody else saying that they tried everything, it's, it's very probable that they haven't. You know, and the question then it becomes, do they realize, and if this is you, do, are you aware of which phase of learning you are in? And are you aware of the fact that sometimes you might not know what you don't know? And like I said, you have two choices about how to go about learning what you need to learn to get to where you want to get to. You can either go about it by yourself, which is going to take a lot of time, most likely, or you can get yourself a mentor. And I'm going to say this as a coach, because sometimes people just look for free stuff. You can look for free stuff, but it's going to take you a while to figure it out. And my advice is, if you really want to get there as quickly as possible, you need to go find a mentor. And the mentor is probably, if especially if it's a good mentor, it's going to cost you, it's going to be, there's going to be a cost associated with it. But I like to call it not a cost, I like to call it an investment. Because anytime you, anytime you read a book, you buy a book, you read that book, anytime you get a coach or a mentor and you pay for that, always look at it as a, an investment. Because you always want to make sure that you get a return on that investment. So if you spend uh, $100, you spend $1,000, you spend $10,000, you spend $20,000, you spend more, whatever you spend, you want to make sure that you get a return on that investment. And that should always be your goal, okay? So I just wanted to uh, you know, talk to you about these four phases of learning and how that relates to sometimes what people say when they talk about how they tried everything. And when you hear that, you, all you have to do is tell yourself it, that, that that person or you, it's just impossible that you've tried everything. So like I always say, stay with me because you know I got a lot more things to say. So, you know, check out, always check out the links below here in the podcast. Or if you're watching my videos, always look for links below because I always got a lot of goodies, things that you can download, things that you can, you know, programs, um, you know, stay with me. Because my goal is to help as many people as I can to improve their quality of life. And sometimes that means making a change or evolving in their lives. And that's what this is all about. Life change secrets, baby. Okay? Take care.